0: Welcome to the All Bodies Nutrition Podcast. I am your host, Eleni Agresta, and I am a weight-inclusive registered dietitian. I started this podcast to help people like you heal their relationship with their bodies and food. Each week, there is a new episode that talks about different topics surrounding eating disorder recovery, diet culture, weight inclusivity, and more. So stay tuned, and thanks for listening. friends welcome back to the all bodies nutrition podcast this is your host Selene, and as always i am so grateful to have you here with me today today is day six of the 12 days of christmas holiday special for the podcast i cannot believe that we are halfway through um i really hope you guys have been enjoying the episodes And the guests that I've been having on, it honestly was really, really fun to record with everyone. And I tried to kind of have topics to discuss that were a little bit different um, compared to last year. So I hope that you found the episodes that you've heard already helpful. Um, There obviously will be, you know, the rest of the 12 days of Christmas. So please stay tuned for those. And if you haven't checked out The first five days, please go back and listen to them. Um, The first day was actually a personal episode that I had with myself and my two sisters. And I kind of talked about how I had a long lost older sister named Jackie, and how she found us um, earlier in the year, and kind of how that experience affected us. And I thought it was a nice way to kind of, you know, start off the holiday season, because obviously all year long, We like to surround ourselves with friends and family, but I find that especially during the holidays, it's just, you know, you get together with people more and things like that. So I really hope you guys enjoyed that. I haven't really done a personal episode involving family like that, so I hope you enjoyed it. So this episode is going to be a solo episode with just me, um... I believe that there are only two of these episodes in this holiday special and I thought it would be cool to like break it up and throw in a few short episodes with just me. Um I really enjoy these cuz I feel like I'm talking to a friend and um you know they aren't as long as the other episodes so it kind of changes up the flow. So first I wanted to talk about body image issues. Um obviously People struggle with body image issues all year long um, for different reasons, um, and I have been finding that, especially this holiday season, it seems to be maybe more of a struggle than usual. And obviously, you know, just to preface this, I do this holiday special for a few reasons, but... One of the more important ones is because this time of year is really difficult for individuals who struggle with their relationship with food, their body, disordered eating, eating disorders, um, recovery, all of the above. Um, And when you are surrounded by constant bombardment of diet ads everywhere, you name it, all the headlines on the news or on like your local news on TV or newspapers, magazines, when you're in like, you know, CVS or, or Walgreens, it's just kind of like everywhere. And so it can be particularly triggering at this time, because of that, because already you are struggling in your own body, how you feel in your body, you struggle with potentially society's expectations, right? Which is really the whole crux of it, because all of our body image issues and struggles are learned behaviors that come from society. And so basically, if those expectations or beliefs did not exist, like we wouldn't have this these issues. And I kind of call it the naked island syndrome. I don't know why I called it that, like the syndrome part, but it's essentially like if i grew up on an island, right? no tv, no magazines, no social media, whatever. um and we all like lived naked on an island. No one would have known that like being in a bigger body was a bad thing. cuz it would have just been like we were just like all existing just as we were. um but instead We grew up being taught that being in a bigger body, not having a flat stomach, having cellulite, like whatever you want to name it, is bad and it's something wrong and it's something that we should fix. And if we aren't actively trying to fix those things, that makes us a bad person. Um, And so when you are struggling within yourself with all of these things, you add the layer of it being the holiday season So obviously diet companies, um, gyms, supplement companies, everyone, you name it, are going high on advertisements of these products because they want to make more money and they are kind of um, prescribing to your pain point, right? So it's basically saying like, oh, I know all these people are struggling, all these people want to quote unquote lose weight intentionally, So I'm going to just bombard them with ads. So you get them everywhere, even if you aren't looking for them. And that is what makes it also very difficult. And then on top of that, you are seeing friends and family. And you are going to events where you are seeing people that you may not have seen um, in a long time. So if your body has changed, that could be a source of discomfort. Or if your body has been scrutinized or criticized by people in your family or friends, and you know that you're going to see them, it's going to also highlight that. And then on top of that, which I can go on for days probably, but, you know, the holiday season, we all tend to take photos, and photos can sometimes catch us from an angle that we don't necessarily like of ourselves. The lighting could impact the photo, and so it could also just be very triggering for us to see ourselves... In photos because you obviously see your whole body or depending on what the photo is and it could make you feel uncomfortable because of what your perception of good or bad is and so I know for myself and I've spoken about this before like I personally find photos very triggering of myself I try to take photos from angles that I don't necessarily love of myself um, and I like post them on my stories on social media and I do that because I want people to see that like it's okay for us to exist as we are and like sometimes these angles may not be our favorite but like we're just bodies but I will say that I do personally minimize the amount of photos that I am in just because I do find it sometimes triggering And I avoid it because I want to preserve my mental health. And so that's definitely something that you could choose to do. And I know part of the work that we do in healing our image with our body is to sit with the uncomfortable feeling of seeing our bodies in photos. And even if we don't like it, To recognize that like the reason why we don't like it comes from a place that we were kind of brainwashed that, you know, whatever, for whatever the reason that you don't like the photo of yourself it comes from is something that was like a learned behavior. And it's obviously extraordinarily difficult to root those thoughts out because they literally are the foundation of of our minds and how we look at things. And so when you are someone who recognizes that hey like okay I don't like this angle of me um, I feel like my stomach looks big from this angle I catch myself saying well what is wrong with having a big stomach or a bigger stomach or whatever not a flat stomach whatever it may be and recognizing that that thought in itself right like the first word that I associated with big stomach, not flat stomach, whatever description you want to use. Um, and the word bad th- th- comes to my mind or your mind or whom, whomever, whomever, Now, no, ever mind um, we are referring to. That thought of it seeing a bigger part of you, right, and then saying that's bad, is a, is a learned behavior that is so ingrained in us that we don't even really think about it when we make the association. It's just like an automatic thing like, oh, what color is the sky blue? What color is that tree, um, the leaves on that tree green, right? Like those are like matter of fact statements. And so the thought of a stomach being bigger or a stomach not being flat or a stomach being fat um, is just an automatic Association and that is part of the problem. So, when we work on reshaping our relationship to how we talk about our bodies and how we think about our bodies, it really can be uncomfortable. Um, And something that I think is important to note is that just because you are working on improving your relationship to your body doesn't mean that you're always going to feel good about it. Like, there are still going to be days where you struggle, or there's still going to be times where you see photos of yourself that you don't like. And that's okay, too. And that's part of the journey. Um, I think one of the misconceptions is, oh, like, like, for me personally, oh, Eleni, you know, is a weight inclusive dietitian. She posts a lot about fat acceptance. And, you know, self-love and positive body image. So that means that, like, she doesn't struggle, right? That might be something that someone may think just from looking at me on social media. Um, but that is obviously not the case, and I try to highlight that. So when I do post those photos on my stories of an angle that I don't particularly love of myself, it's not because I'm like, oh, I love my lower stomach, it's the my favorite thing in the world. Like, no, obviously not. Um, It's just like, okay, but this is my stomach. And this is how it looks from this angle. And while I was conditioned to believe that this is bad, it's just the stomach. And it's just how I look from this angle. And it's fine. Doesn't mean that I love it. But being accepting of it is much easier for me. Now, there are people who might feel differently, they might look at themselves from a certain angle and say, you know what, like I love this about me and they may truly feel that way. And that's phenomenal. And if you are that kind of person, that's amazing. Um, But coming from a place like myself where I hated my body my whole entire life and that's how I was raised, um, it's much easier to be neutral about it. So what are ways that we can potentially somewhat improve our relationship with our body during this time of year. And hold on, I need to take a sip of water. That should be a cue for you to take a sip of water because I am sure I am not the only one here who is not drinking enough water. Um, so how do we improve it? So first and foremost, I think accepting where we are at, like meeting ourselves where we are at. So wherever you are on the spectrum of body image right so we go from like one end where we like hate detest ourselves in the middle would be like neutral and then all the way on the other side would be oh positive amazing gorgeous perfect um, type of thinking so I would first like kind of assess where we are on that spectrum and that might change from one day to the next so let's for an example, say that we are like more on the side where we dislike ourselves, feel very uncomfortable in our bodies. Um, So let's go from that perspective, because obviously, if you're all the way on the other side, you're having an easier time, and that's great. Um, But this is a good exercise to practice with yourself when checking in with yourself on a day-to-day basis. And this is something that I have my patients do for those who are particularly struggling more um, severely with this aspect of recovery, um, is literally rate how your body image feels. So it could be from everything from like your reflection in the mirror to how you feel in your outfit, to how the clothes feel, um, on you when you're moving to how your body feels as you walk, as you sit, as you stand. Um, these are all things that I think many of us never really thought about. And I find that when you focus more on how your body feels as you are healing your relationship with your body, you become to have a much more positive relationship with your body image. And again, it's not something that happens overnight. For many of us, it takes years for this to happen, Um, but it's definitely something to get curious about and even just starting to evaluate and check in with yourself about where you are in terms of your relationship to your body image um is is a is a win um and so small steps are really what make a difference in the long term so first we're gonna check in so let's say okay i have a the office christmas party is this week obviously i'm referring to maybe one of you guys because As you guys know, I have my own practice, and it's just me and Penelope, and so I really don't think we're going to be having an office party, but for the sake of this argument, I'm just going to pretend that I'm one of you who has an office Christmas party, Um, and so let's say, okay, you know there are going to be photos taken there, right? So that's number one. So Okay, so I'm going into this not feeling so good with my body image, really kind of feeling negative about it. So I'm already feeling triggered because I know I'm going to be around people and it just so happens that a lot of people in the office are talking about diets, weight loss medications, whatever you want to name it, right? So these are popular topics of conversations that people for some reason feel the need to talk about, especially during this time of year as we head into the new year, right? Because like the new year's resolutions and that's a whole other situation, which I do have episodes coming out about that stuff. So stay tuned. So you're going into it knowing you're going to be hearing these things. So obviously, that's going to make it more difficult for you existing and how you are feeling currently in your body, right, to be triggered by hearing these conversations. So unfortunately, we cannot really control what other people talk about. So maybe that's something that we can kind of handle more on our own. So in those situations, you can walk away, you can try and change the subject, um, or just kind of stay silent and like go on your phone and like check your emails or something. You can send me an email even. My email is always in the show notes. So if you are at a holiday party, you're hearing people talk about nonsense, diet, stuff, Feel free to send me an email. Let me know and say like, hey, Lenny, like I listened to your episode and I'm at my work event and I'm hearing people talking about this. So to kind of take my mind off of it, I'm sending you an email. I would love to hear from you. So please consider doing that. Um, so, okay, so we can't really control that. So I think it would be really important to go into this event or any event for that matter, feeling good in the outfit that you're wearing. And so that's like kind of like a twofold situation. So, first, we can try and focus on feeling good in the clothes that we are wearing and the outfit that we're wearing, meaning that it physically feels comfortable. It doesn't feel um, like you're pulling something down, it doesn't feel like too big where you have so much fabric around you that it's distracting, um, that whatever you are wearing just feels good on your skin. The material feels good on your skin. How many times have you put on something and it was like a scratchy material and you've just felt itchy the whole time? Like these are all things to consider. So I would say to the best of your ability, buy an outfit, find an outfit in your closet that actually feels good. That when you sit and stand, you don't feel like you have to adjust anything too significantly that when you're sitting that it feels comfortable that if you you know consume food at this holiday event or have beverages that you know your stomach may expand a little right and so we want to make sure that you still feel comfortable even if that does happen Um, because I know I have been guilty of wearing things that were way too um, fitted in the name of trying to like quote unquote like smooth all the lumps and bumps out and it felt physically painful and I like couldn't even breathe. So that is obviously not a good thing. So if you are one of those people as well, please know you are not alone. But we do not have to live like little sausages. You know what I mean? So I would say definitely try to find something, if possible, that actually feels comfortable. How does it feel when you're walking? How does it feel when you sit? How does it feel when you're standing? How does it feel when you get up from sitting? All these things are important, right? Because these are like some of the inner thoughts that we have that we don't necessarily say out loud or say even out loud to ourselves in our head. It's just like little side thoughts that kind of exist. So first and foremost, you should feel comfortable. It should feel good on you. Secondly, it would be really great if you liked how you looked in it. Now, this could be a bit difficult, especially if you are on the negative spectrum of the body image, you know, timeline or scale or whatever you want to call it. Because like in my head, it looks like a timeline where it's like on the left side, it says like negative, And then in the middle, it says neutral. And then all the way on the right, it says positive, if that makes sense. Um, so if you're all the way on the other side, and you're feeling very poorly and negative, um, it may be really difficult to find an outfit that you like, but you can focus on things like color. Like, is there a specific color that you like on yourself? Let's say you love green, right? Like I I mean, I don't know if I really like green on me, but I'm just saying, for example, I usually like to wear black because I have no soul. So <laughs> that's always my choice. Um, and I'm a New Yorker, so obviously, you know, it just comes with the territory, but Let's say you love like a hunter Christmas kind of green on you. If you have a top of that color, a dress of that color, a sweater of that color, even if you struggle to look in the mirror and say like, wow, I look so great and I love how I look, you could feel positive about the color, about the texture of the item, right? Of the sweater, of the shirt, of the dress, of the whatever it is, um, the blazer, you name it, Um, and focus on that. So at least you know that you're wearing a color that makes you feel good, that you associate with a positive correlation. Um, Choosing a material that feels good, right? Like we talked about how if you have like a scratchy sweater that could be really uncomfortable or a scratchy material of some sort or a material that feels too stiff um, or a material that maybe feels too thin and doesn't provide any support that you would like something that would be a little bit more fitted whatever it might be however you are feeling i would say focus on something like that so for me for example i personally like to wear something that's more fitted on top and then if i'm wearing like a skirt or something i like it to be a little bit more loose so i know that that silhouette is something that i enjoy now does that mean that i don't wear a fitted outfit from top to bottom no that's that's not the case But I know that if I am struggling with my body image, I just feel more comfortable in something that gives me more room on the bottom. And that's just me personally. You might not feel that way. You might be the opposite. Maybe you prefer something that's loose on top and fitted on the bottom. Regardless of whatever it is, I think it's important for you to kind of take a step back and think about what that is. So at least at the end of the day, you're going into it. Wearing an outfit that physically feels good in a color that you like, that you feel positive about. And I think it's also really great to get excited about accessorizing. Um, a nice pair of earrings if you are wearing a tie, like a tie that you really like with a fun pattern on it. Um, you know, shoes that are more um, colorful, let's say. Whatever it may be, something that kind of You can look down or when you look in the mirror, that's what you're going to focus on instead of focusing on the body. And so these are just like a couple of tips um, to get you through that um, initial um, obstacle in terms of trying to enter a holiday party, a holiday gathering with a more positive um, approach. Now, the last layer, okay, maybe the second to last layer is the photo situation. Now, I have made, so, okay, so in this body image healing space or this positive body um, image feeling space, um, a lot of people are like, don't miss out on your memories throughout your life, like, just because you don't feel comfortable in the picture. You don't like how you look in the picture. And I totally get it right? This is like the ideal way for us to live our lives. However, if you are really struggling with your relationship with food, with your relationship with movement, with your relationship with your body, it could be extremely triggering to see photos of ourselves. And I actually had this conversation with one of my patients the other day where she saw a photo of herself and for whatever reason, she did not like how she looked in it. And something that I always find so interesting is, like, when I take a selfie in a mirror, I, like, tend to look one way. But when I, uh, when a picture is taken of me, um, you know, more far away by someone else, depending on, like, what type of camera they have or what camera on their phone is, I feel like you can look like a completely different person. And sometimes, like, shadows or illumination can um, exaggerate certain things. It depends on the angle. There's so many different things. And so for me, like, I know personally, I try to sit with feeling uncomfortable and stay in the picture. And generally, I don't really look at the pictures after and I know that's a sad thing, but this is, I'm just being honest with you guys about how I personally handle this stuff. So it would be very unfair for me to sit here and say, listen, let's say your name is Martha. Listen, Martha, even if you hate how you look in photos, you should still be in them. Because the truth is, is that let's say you try, right? I i have tried and I will continue to try, but there are times where I see photos of myself from whatever angle, whatever the situation might be, the lighting. And I hate how I look in it. And I'm like, oh my God, like, is that really what I look like? Um, and it makes me not feel good. And it kind of can spiral me into feeling so so super negative. And There are times where I feel like I can handle those feelings, and then there are times where I can't handle those feelings, or it just doesn't really bode well for my mental health. So I think it's important for you to recognize where you currently are. If you are feeling real, like if you are really struggling and it's really impacting your mental health, it's okay to sit out from the photos. Maybe you can say, hey guys, um... Let me take the photo for you. Maybe I could take a selfie with you later, right? If that makes you feel more comfortable. So at least you have a photo of the memory and maybe it's not such a body-focused photo so that you might feel more comfortable. So it's okay. Like, no one should ever push you to do something that you don't feel good doing. And if it's going to really impact your mental health, I'm always going to encourage you to prioritize your mental health. And so that's okay, too. And, you know, there may be certain times in, on certain days in certain outfits where you're, like, fine with it. And then there are other times where that's just not the case. And regardless of whichever one that is, like, you have to do what's best for you. And it's not for me to tell you what to do. Um, It's for me to give you these tools to assess and evaluate how you are feeling and what feels best for you at that time and for you to make the best decision for yourself. And obviously, we are always going to strive for having positive body image and healing our relationship with our body, which is an ongoing effort. But again, like I said, and I've been like kind of beating the nail on the head here. But at the end of the day, and sorry, I had to cough. So I paused it. Um, And I did not want to cough into the microphone. That's disgusting. As you guys know, I am recovering from the Rona. So it's been, you know, a fun experience. Um, so yeah, so basically you should do what's best for you at the time. We should always strive for improving our relationship with our body. But again, you don't just hit this place, you don't get to this place, and then automatically every single negative feeling that you've ever had about yourself just magically disappears. It's something that is an ongoing effort. Um, and then the last thing that I think is important is for us to adequately nourish ourselves Throughout this holiday season, obviously, I want you to adequately nourish yourself every single day. Um, But when we talk about having poor body image and feeling uncomfortable in our bodies, sometimes, meant for many of us, our first thought is to restrict. Like it's kind of like a safety thing that our minds have taught us. Like, oh, well, if you intentionally restrict and you're not eating as much or you go back on a diet, or whatever the, the deal might be, it kind of makes you feel like you're quote unquote, like doing something to help you feel better. But the truth is, it's only going to make you feel worse. And then on top of it, you are undernourishing yourself, which means that when you are around food, it is more likely that you are going to overeat or have a binge in a way that's not going to make you feel good. So making sure that you have breakfast, that you have a snack. If if your um, office work party is in the afternoon, make sure you have an early snack. Maybe you don't want to have a full-on lunch because maybe you'll feel too full and you won't be able to enjoy the food at the event. Um, but really just gauge your day and the timing and kind of think ahead and say, okay, well, I'm not going to bring lunch that day, but I'm going to have breakfast and then I'll have like a nice snack. And then I'll you know head at how to head out around one o'clock or something. I'm just making the this time frame up. I um, mean, if it's like an evening thing, eat your meals throughout the day. Have your breakfast. If you need a morning snack, have that, have your lunch. If you need an afternoon snack, have that. Don't go into this event with restricting. Do not try to preserve calories or not have any carbs to quote unquote save it, you know, for later. At the end of the day, your body wants to be adequately nourished consistently throughout the day to help kind of normalize your body, your body's hunger and fullness cues. It helps regulate them, not normalize, regulate. That is what I meant. Um, And so if you go to an event and it's 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. and you are starving, what is the first thing that you're going to do, right? It's a natural reaction. You are going to. Eat. You're going to eat, and it's probably going to be more than what feels physically comfortable because your body has been starving the whole day and it wants to be nourished. And that is just a normal reaction. There is nothing wrong with you for feeling out of control around food in this context. Um, There's nothing wrong with you for feeling out of control ever around food. It's not a bad personality trait. It's just the normal, it's, it's a normal response that your body has to restriction. Um, and so please just consider nourishing yourself consistently throughout the day. And let's say you eat more than you feel comfortable with at the event. Let's say maybe potentially you even have a binge. You still need to eat the next day and the day after that and the day after that, because one thing about us is that we are human beings who need energy consistently throughout the day and trying to make up for calories or trying to save calories either way we are doing damage to ourselves and we it's just going to make our relationship with food worse so please make sure to eat and nourish yourself throughout the day before any event that you go to So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that you found it helpful. And if you did, I would love to hear from you. My email is always listed in the show notes. And if you aren't following me on social media, my Instagram handle is all.bodies.nutrition. And you can send me a message on there. Um, if you enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes of the All Bodies Nutrition Podcast, please consider giving me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you are listening to this podcast. It really, really helps me and my small business. Um, and I just want to continue to grow the podcast and get more people to hear it and hopefully help more people. Um, if you haven't listened to the first five days of the 12 Days of Christmas, please go back and listen to them. And I will see you guys for day seven.